High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. Time now for the Hook Health Checkup with Dr. Kira Kelly. Your questions, as always, to 53106, cost 30 cents, and we'll deal with them. Um, either Kira or myself, depending on the gravity of the illness. Dr. Kelly, welcome to the programme. Thank you very much, George. I must say that we have some of the most catastrophic health questions ever. The health of the nation seems to be going downwards. It's right? in our hands, George. No, but these are serious no, questions. There are some so serious ones. really I have to be careful here because I don't want to kind of diminish them. To that end Okay. We're not doing any of the questions. Oh, gee. Okay. We are devoting we are devoting the entire program Novenus. this week to my itchy scrotum. Well, it was no. always going to happen. No, it's gone. Oh my good lord! It's cured. Gone. Did I, you rub you rubbed Mary Magdalene's hem? Didn't you? No, I tried Mary Magdalene's hem. Didn't work. Oh my goodness! I had a piece cut out of it by a dermatologist and sent off for. Uh, Carbon, whatever, carbon dating. Whatever they do with it. But this is very important. Over the last two weeks, I was telling you last week, but over the last two weeks, I, I'm, I'm using one product, which is called Sanex, but it's not soap. Yes, yes. It's free of soap and it's free of colorant. Yeah, yeah I'm familiar with it. The net effect is I don't itch anymore. All right? Anywhere at all. Anywhere at all. Okay. And the the... The red stuff has disappeared completely. So all I'm trying to say, because we get tons of questions about itching, soap may actually be the guilty party. But we do say that every week, George. We do say to people, stop using soap, use moisturisers, blah, 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 blah. So that's all good. Yeah, excellent. But particularly in my case, where like going to hospital, doing all kinds of things, all failed, and something as simple as not using soap. To that end, I got a great letter from Karen Cottier and Dr. Dear Jamini, Wild Oats Soap. So lavender and goat's milk and also handmade in Lismore, um, they may well be, people may want to think about them. But at the moment, what I want to do is, I want people who are itching to go on to this Sanex thing for a fortnight. We'll do a, we'll do a study. On, and report to us. On the serious question. No serious question. All right. Well, I, I'm, report, I'm up for it. Yeah, report to George at Newstalk.com. Did getting away from soap have an advantageous effect. Okay. Now we get to the serious stuff. Okay. Now, uh, for a long time, been suffering with upper back pain. I know that some of the vertebrae are stuck and the nerve is trapped. Now they go to a chiropractor. I'm not a fan of chiropractors. I'm not a fan of chiropractors or seven sons of seven sons. No, I'm not a fan, fan of the seventh son either. Um, I'm not a fan of chiropractors particularly. And chiropractors, I know you're going to text in and I, I don't care. Um, particularly for neck injuries because some of the manipulations of people's necks are a bad idea. And, and, and quite, quite strong manipulation of your neck does put things like your vertebral arteries, which are little arteries that run up through your spine, at risk of tearing. Can I just say something? Is back pain not caused by the sins of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. (laughs) And back pain is now part of the suffering of humans. 
Back pain is one of, it's very hard to answer the question you've just asked, George, but back pain is one of the main complaints that people yeah, have. And back me. pain is, is pretty much ubiquitous. And some people it's their neck and some people it's their lower back. A lot of it is lifestyle. We're a little bit too sedentary. A lot of us are a little bit overweight, but it's also a function of age. Back pain is often to do with the wear and tear in our spines. And because we use our spines so continuously throughout our lives, wear and tear is, is almost a given. But what do you do about it is what we really want to know. Well, well, it, I don't it, go to chiropractors is what I don't no, do but, about but it. No, but I'm not lessening this person because they're losing the plot with the pain. But it's hard to fix back pain. It is. Now, uh, then another listener has wear and tear on their sacroiliac so, and lower vertebrae, yeah, four yeah. and five. They're healthy. They do Pilates and do all sorts of stuff. But they're 66 and female. Is there not an element? Sorry, this is the cinema of Adam and Eve and pain is with us. Well, let's just about what they can do because you're right. They may be somebody who doesn't have a good back and the back may have arthritis or whatever in it. What can they do? Well, you need to keep mobilising. You need to keep active. So, so walking is good. Yoga is good. Swimming is good. Finally, you got the important ones. Swimming. But they are all good. And, and, and yeah. keeping your back moving is important. Then you might want to take it to more uh, you know, movement that's quite deliberate, like Pilates or yoga or physiotherapy, those can all be good. If that's not enough, then we're looking at things like medications. Simple medication is the best, really, paracetamol, those kinds of things. All right. If you're getting worse, we have bigger things in our arsenal, but I really don't want to be giving them to but people. There's a, there's a fellow down the Blackrock Clinic from Northern Ireland. He's a doctor. I just forget his name because he's a Protestant probably, so I don't remember their names. Stop it now, George. Well, we in Apologies court, you know. to Protestants. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I can't control him. And Michael Collins, I think, shot him all. But anyway, uh, the thing is that the guy in the Blackrock Clinic, right? Yes. Because my previous listener had a trapped nerve. Yeah, yeah. Can't you inject yes, yes. into the nerve? What they do is they have your back up on a television they screen. Do. And he yes. injects. Now, this fellow from Northern Ireland, whose name escapes me in the Blackrock Clinic, but lots is of them, a whiz kid. That. Lots of them do. So, so, so you've got mobilization. You've got yoga, Pilates and physio. Then you've got medications. And if that doesn't work, then you need to see a neurosurgeon or somebody who does interventional radi- sort of radiology or an orthopedic. No, this fellow is a radiologist. Yeah, exactly. And he puts in, the exactly. In. Interventional radiology or, or orthopedics because a lot of the different guys do these things. And you can be looking at injections. You can be looking at epidurals. You I can got be looking at a lot of minor surgeries. Epidural. Yeah, minor surgeries, all the way up to actual disc fusions right. and all this. But there are things that can be done. But you're exactly right. The, the building blocks, though, of it, George, are mobilisation and activity and exercise right. and physio. And I don't really care about the letters and, and the texts we're going to get in. I don't like chiropractors. Right. Well, the fellow from Doctors from Cork are much better than doctors from anywhere well, else on well, the island. And I'm isn't going, that true of everyone from Cork right, who does I'm everything? Going, I'm going to a fellow called Paddy Kiley now, my back, right? And I bring him my MRI scan. But I know what he's going to tell me in advance. He's going to say... George, you're 75, your back is, has got wear and tear, you've got pain, suck it up, no? He's going to tell Adam you. And Eve again. Well, he's going to tell you that to a certain extent, but it is about keep. You've lost loads of weight, George. So keeping your weight down is important. Keeping active and mobilising is important. All that stuff is important. There's stuff you can do for yourself, All right. but it's a multifactorial scenario. Stay with that. Okay. Paul and Tipperary. Chronic pain for 10 years. Nobody's helping him, including the pain consultant. We do have a difficulty when somebody comes to us and says that they've gone to a pain consultant already, which is a doctor who specialises 
exclusively more or less in treating pain and is still in pain because there are some people who are in chronic pain. I think sometimes you need to pair it back at that point. And one of the things you need to look at is this, and it's a tough one. One of the things we have when we have pain is the pain itself. And the other thing we have is our relationship to the pain, the fear we have around the pain, the irritation and the frustration we have around the pain, the depression caused by the pain. And sometimes our relationship with pain is very unhealthy. And well, if you're in chronic yeah, pain no, no, George, for I, I, no, no, I, I, I hear exactly what you're saying and I'm not dismissing it. But if we've gone as far as we can with pain control, yeah. we then need to work on our relationship with pain. And like, for example, I was talking to a woman during the week and she was saying that what she does is she doesn't refer to the feelings she has, which are pain, as pain. She refers to them as sensations. So she puts pain out of her vocabulary. And those types of things, I know it sounds a bit stupid but those types okay. of things help people to process okay. the pain and have a more healthy relationship yeah. with it but you atheists have a different view oh, of God. pain to us religious this the, people this is the most religious health slot in the country <laughs> yeah. should I suggest but, but there's another thing my mother used to say on pain offer it up now you've just in your quaint way effectively have agreed with my mother where the lady of your experience has said I call it sensations or whatever Somebody else says, I'm offering it up. Well, uh, or it's the sin of the Garden of Eden. If you can find another... Everybody's ailments today you're ascribing to their sinning. Would you stop? No, but you're right. There is a I'm thing about your... I'm trying to yes. say there's a, a psychology That's involved. That's exactly right. There is right. a psychology involved. In my case, it's the Garden of Eden. We do it some kind of thing about science or something, which I never get. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is about science. Now, here's another one. Right? Tony. Problems with vision. Burning feeling in the eyeball. Some blurring of vision. He went to a specialist Mm -hmm. who said arthritis in the problem. He's put him on drops, but so far no change. Arthritis in the eyeball? No, that's a misspelling or something. Uh, There's no such thing as arthritis in the eyeball. But there is a thing called iritis. And he could have that. And that's an autoimmune condition that does cause burning and redness. The lovely Ingrid has it. Iritis. Yeah, yeah. But so, and so. I spoke at the World Iritis Conference in Trinity. Did you? Yeah. Fair this play. year. Fair play. So I know all about it. Well, iritis is a different thing and does need to be managed and is usually managed through things like steroid drops and stuff like that. Uh, you also need to have other tests done. I, I don't know what's going on with this particular person if you have iritis because sometimes... If you have iritis, you have other conditions as well, other autoimmune conditions. So it needs to be kind of examined in a greater way. With my greater experience of iritis than you. (laughs) I've only treated it. I haven't had it or spoken at it. Yeah, you see, they never asked you to speak in general. Um, (laughs) It's a kind of an arthritic condition. It's a kind of cousin of arthritis. Well, it's it's another autoimmune condition and it's a cousin of other autoimmune conditions that could include things that cause joint pain. Yes, but you can't have arthritis of the eye because arthritis by definition is inflammation of a joint. Now, this is really interesting. I know, George, from listening to you that you have problems with your prostate. No, I haven't. My prostate is the size of a golf ball. Tiger Woods would be delighted to be knocking my prostate down the first fairway. Anyway, do you take medication, he asks me. If so, does the medication have any side effects? I'm heading down the same road with an enlarged prostate. Now, that's serious. I don't have it. I have the perfect prostate. As my mother said, George, you're perfect. Um, this fella has I'm an I'm sure your mother never commented on your prostate. Two things. One. 
There's a blood thing, isn't there? They take the test of bloods in your prostate and if it's over nine point something or other is dodgy. You're talking about the PSA, the prostate-specific yeah. antigen. Um, that is a, a blood test that, that we do do on, on, on men over a and certain age. And you can take pills. Yeah. Okay. So, so an enlarged prostate is a very common thing, and it can be enlarged for benign reasons, or you can be right. unlucky if you're someone who has prostate cancer. That could be enlarged too. But lots and lots of men have an enlarged prostate, which don't have prostate cancer. They have a benign enlarged prostate. But the effects on the urinary system is probably the same. People, men get uh, difficulty with their stream. They get post-urination kind of dribbling. Well, peeing in the middle of the night. They get uploads it, of times at night. All that sort of yeah. stuff. So, so they do have difficulties. Um. Lots of men do take tablets that do help them with it and that's yes. something that they can do and there's no harm in that. But you asked me about the PSA blood test. No, well, he's saying, he, does medication help? Oh, yeah, no, it can do. We, 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 we can help men with medication. Reduce the, the PSA thing. Well, the PSA is the blood test and it can be elevated in the place of, of, of prostate cancer, but it's also elevated. It's not specific to cancer. Right. It can be elevated for other reasons right. too. It, it's, re- it's worth doing it. It's really interesting Go that on. you're lecturing men about a prostate that you don't have, right? And you're lecturing men about it, whereas, like, I'm a man with a prostate. I actually know more about it, really, in a way. Let me give advice to the the get-up-in-the-middle-of-the-night guys. Okay. I stop drinking coffee before I go to bed. Do you know at night? Yeah, yeah. Or tea? Yeah, yeah. Makes a huge difference. I would suggest I you should stop drinking night. tea or coffee at lunchtime. Is actually what you should do, George. Never mind before you go to bed. Most people don't drink coffee after they go to bed. Um, look, you know, you're right. I, I, well, I wouldn't like to think I'm lecturing men, but but I am here as the doctor. So so yeah, it's a big issue for men, particularly as they get older. You know, their prostates become really problematic, and that is is a thing. But he the, asked us, is there medication to help? And yes, there is. And the side effects are no. There's side effects to everything. Well, exactly. But there's not side effects to the the extent that you wouldn't necessarily use the tablets. Now, John goes into his GP. This will really appeal to you because, like, you're very revenue motivated. Um, John goes into his (laughs) GP, right? The GP gives him blood tests. John's in his 40s. GP gives him blood tests. Send him an email and said, listen, fantastic. They all came back. Bingo. Great. So then he says... Come in in February for a full NCT. And John the same was that involved. Sure, he's fine. The GP wants another 60 quid, isn't that so? Uh, look, we can't comment on this, George. And not because I'm trying to stick up for GPs, but we don't actually know anything about this fella other than he says he has normal blood tests. But has he had, for example, his heart listened to, his lungs listened to? Has he had his blood pressure checked? There are other things we do. Has he had his prostate examined? We don't know what this guy needs. I'm delighted his bloods are all clear. But in this instance, I would suggest his doctor, who actually knows him and has looked at his bloods and knows who we're talking about, which we don't, may know he All does right. need a checkup. Okay. I presume that, that my great advice on, on um, uh, itching. itching, it doesn't apply to itchy in inner ears. That's something else. Well, itchy inner ears is usually like, to be honest, a dermatitis inside your ears, which is not a million miles away from, from a scrotum, truthfully. Right. Uh, hydrogen peroxide. I think you mean hydrocortisone. Rather than I mean it. hydrogen peroxide. You put it... That's bleach. Put, yeah, it's not bleach. It's ideal for so many different things. Again, dismissed by the modern Please, science-based Please, people, don't medicine. put hydrogen peroxide in your ears. You'll burn the ears off yourself. No, you don't pour, pour it in like gin. You put it on the end of uh, no, one of our... No, George, no. 
Not in this case, no. There are drops for itchy ears. Hydrogen peroxide is not them. They're totally opposed to hydrogen peroxide. Are, are you mixing it up with something else? I know what hydrogen peroxide Hydrocortisone. is. Hydrocortisone, is that what you mean? Steroids. I know what hydrogen peroxide is. All right, well, don't put it in your when ears. When I wanted to be a blonde, I used to wash my hair in it. Well, exactly, but <laughs> I wouldn't pour it into your ear. Please don't do that. There are drops for itchy ears from your doctor. Or a simple thing is putting a bit of olive oil in to moisturise them. <sighs> I, this person wants cure, not sort of part-time symptom relief. Um, the the A uh, lot of people with pain, trapped nerves in their shoulder blades, constant lower back pain in a 60-year-old female. I know, I know. Look, I we- actually think my answer of offering it up to fix back pain is the hardest problem facing the medical profession. You're not necessarily wrong. I do think the psychology of pain, which is sort of what we're both talking about slightly differently, is important. When you think that the medical profession still cannot cure the common cold, what chance have they got of fixing back pain? But why would you want to cure the common cold. It's, I agree. It's self- Reduce revenue. It's self-limiting. Reduce revenue. <laughs> Reduce revenue. All right. Dr. Kira Kelly, <sighs> back next week. We've run out of time because I was talking too long about my itchy scrotum, but it's cured. I will never speak about it again Lies. as long as I live. Nice. <laughs>